Hello, my friends. Welcome. I am pumped to share this conversation with you today. I know firsthand that you are going to get so much out of listening to the wisdom of author and therapist Nedra Tawab. If you already follow her, you already know how much goodness she is bringing to the table. I sometimes feel like my own Instagram account could just become a Nedra Tawab repost account. That is how valuable her wisdom is. So if you have ever had trouble navigating anxiety or boundaries when it comes to difficult conversations with people, this is going to be so incredibly helpful to you. I'm going to stop talking so you can hear the wisdom of Nedra Tawab. I'm Sharon McMahon, and welcome to the Sharon Says So podcast. Hello, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for doing this. Tell me about how you got to be doing the work that you're doing. When did your interest in this topic of boundaries begin? How did you get to be who you are today? 14 years ago, I became a therapist and very early on, I would say in my internship, my first client was a young adult who wanted to gain some independence from their family and the family was over-involved. So we talked a lot about how to become an adult. After that, I went on to have many different clients and lots of the things came back to How do we express our needs to other people? Mm. And once I started looking at a lot of the issues we were addressing as how do I help people express their needs to others, it clicked for me that we are doing the work of boundaries. Mm. And that is with my work with couples, with people having work-life balance issues, with anxiety, with family issues, sometimes with depression, All sorts of things have come back to how do I help this person express their needs? Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why do people have so much trouble with this issue? Why does it make us so uncomfortable to say what we need to express what a boundary is and to firmly uphold that boundary. Why is that so hard for us as human beings? 
So <laughs> my book is called Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide yes. to Reclaiming Yourself. So let's talk about the reclaiming yourself portion. I think children have impeccable boundaries typically, right? They know what they don't want to eat. They know when they're full. They know so many different things about themselves. They communicate it, right? Mm-hmm. Adults, sometimes parents and caregivers teach us to reduce our boundaries. They teach us that certain things are not okay, to bypass what we feel when we feel full, what we think about people, how we feel about things. And we take those messages and we continue to process them into adulthood. And we become people who are unable to express what we need or want. Now we have to reteach ourselves that it's okay to have boundaries. It's safe for you to tell this person what you need and want because we're coming from this space of not being able to do it, kind of getting in trouble if you have boundaries. When I was a kid, if you say certain things to an adult, you get in trouble. Mm -hmm. There's a consequence for telling someone, you know, I don't want to give you a hug or I don't want to go over your house. I don't want to eat your food. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm learning if I want to exist, oh, I got a people please. I remember very clearly once my friend's mom made some chocolate cake and she offered me some. And I said, no, 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 I don't like chocolate cake. Well, you haven't tried my chocolate cake. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, here we go again. So I'm getting it down with a cup of water. And she was like, you know, how was it? And I said, you know, I really didn't like it. And she, yeah, and I'm like, I'm sure you make the best chocolate cake in all of Detroit, but it's just not what I like. Still to this day, I don't like chocolate cake. It has nothing to do with the person. It is just something that I don't like. And so once we can start to understand um, that some things don't work for people based on who they are and not who we are, we can respect boundaries. Because so often we personalize when someone doesn't want to eat something, when they don't want to work on the weekend, when they want us to do this in a relationship, they want us to call before they come, they don't want to go on vacation with us. All of these things are personal when really it could be, I don't like to sleep in a room with other people. Or I like to sleep in on Saturday. All of these things that have nothing to do with you. The process of learning about what your boundaries are, it can be really complicated by what we think people will think about the boundaries. Yes, very much so. It feels more uncomfortable to express a boundary and uphold a boundary. Why would we rather choose other people's feelings than our own? Do you feel like that is purely socialization, just what we've been taught throughout our entire lives? How can we move past that? To some respect, I think it's healthy for us to be concerned about other people and their happiness, right? That's an important part of being a caring and compassionate person. Mm -hmm. We take it to the extreme when we consistently value other people over ourselves, when we value other people over our safety, Mm. when we value other people over our needs. Sometimes it is okay to be considerate of other people. You know, if someone asks you to do something on their birthday that you don't typically do, it's like, you know, hey, it's your birthday. Now, would I want to do this next week? Probably not, but I can make an exception because 
I care about you and I want you to have a good time. So there are times where we can compromise or being situations that we wouldn't necessarily choose that are healthy, just not something we would choose. But there are other times where we are putting ourselves in harm's way, denying needs that we have. And those things are unsafe, uncomfortable, and unfortunate. Because when we make it a habit of caring for people more than we care for ourselves, we really get into a state of being resentful, being anxious, being depressed. And that's not a space that we can operate in long term. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you about something that people ask me maybe a dozen times a day. And I feel like you are probably much better equipped to answer this question than me. Which is how someone should handle a situation where they have a close friend or family member who they feel has maybe gone off the rails from a, like a political perspective and Mm -hmm. just wants to talk to them about it all the time and just wants to get into arguments with them all the time. They make family dinner uncomfortable. They text them on wanted things. They ruin holidays. They're off in the deep end believing lies about something. This has absolutely ripped apart families, the political differences in this country. Mm -hmm. It's not anymore about the tax rate should be this. Well, I think it should be this. We're not talking about just some simple policy differences. We're talking about such varied ideologies that it appears as if there is an impasse. People are having their heart broken about this. Like, this is my dad. This is my brother. This is my uncle that I love. What should I do? Yeah. The first thing that we must recognize is that we cannot change a person's mind. Mm -hmm. We can influence them. We can give them an alternate perspective. But we have to recognize when we're having a conversation and when we're having an argument. Mm. When you get into argument mode with people over their beliefs, they are basically saying, you need to think like me. And you are saying, you need to think like me. And in those situations, we typically don't win. If there is religion, politics, um, all sorts of issues, we can get into these sort of rhythms of arguments. Like you said, switching the topic is one way, but I think not even talking about some things, if you want to maintain a relationship with someone is another one. And I think we have to detach from certain parts of who people are. If we want the relationship with them, we can choose not to have the relationship. But if we're saying this uncle, this brother, dad, mom, whoever, I want to maintain this relationship, this may be a topic that you don't talk about with them. We don't talk about everything with our families. So there are already topics that you're not talking about. Add this to the list of things that you cannot talk about in a respectful way. We don't talk about all things with all people. There we go. I love that so much. We have all had embarrassing moments where something didn't smell quite right. And if you have any children or people in your lives who have stinky toes, stinky feet, and those stinky shoes pile up by the door of your house, and then when people come over, they're like, um, your house smells weird. 
there's a solution for that. And it is not necessarily spraying down your house with disinfectant. It is taking care of the smell at the source by using Lumi on places like the people in your house's stinky feet. It is a whole body deodorant. It is safe to use anywhere on your body. It was created by a doctor who saw firsthand how stinky feet and other body parts are often misdiagnosed as problems when in reality you could just use a product like Lumi and it would take care of the issue. It has been clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code SHARON at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SHARON. We hear from a lot of interesting people on this podcast, and I know that I am always hungry for more. And what if you could learn from the world's best all in one place? Guess what? You can. With Masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best. Masterclass is the only streaming platform where you can learn and grow with over 200 of the world's best instructors. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to every instructor. And you can access Masterclass on your phone, your computer, your smart TV, even in audio modes, you can listen to it like a podcast. I know that when I watch Doris Kearns Goodwin, that first of all, I'm going to be getting fantastic information, that the production level is going to be incredible. And then I'm going to walk away feeling smarter and more informed than I was before. Right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com slash Sharon. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash Sharon. Masterclass.com slash Sharon. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have stress in our life. Absolutely. It's unavoidable. It's just part of the human experience. But some of us have more than others, and some of us handle it better than others. Some of us really keep it bottled up, and it can start to affect us negatively. I would imagine at some point in your life, you can relate to this, right? And therapy is a safe space to be able to get some of these things off your chest. And that is why so many people find benefit in speaking to a qualified professional. If you're thinking about starting therapy for something like managing your stress, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Sharon today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Sharon. Mm-hmm. And knowing what you can talk about with a person is, it's a boundary. How do we know if it has moved beyond a conversation and into an argument? 
the feelings around it. That's how you know whether you're conversing or when you're arguing. You know, at some point we have to recognize, oh, this is who this person is. And we have to decide how we want to show up with them. Do I want to continue to talk about this thing with them? Do I like the arguing? Because sometimes we like arguing. Do I get something from it? Do I feel like this makes me feel like I'm doing something against this cause? I think we can really change people by being changed ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, by being the thing that we want them to be. You know, if you want to eat vegetables, eat vegetables and maybe people will, will jump on. You know, if you want to be a humanitarian, maybe people will come along. But sometimes when we are talking about things and not necessarily demonstrating the goodness of these things we're doing, it is hard for people to understand. Now, with politics, we can say this is something that we do not agree on and we cannot talk about. Whenever you bring up this topic, I will change the topic or I will leave the space. Going forward, just know this is an off-limit topic for us. We could talk about sports. We could talk about fashion. We can talk about furniture. I don't know, but we could talk about a lot of stuff, but politics will not be one of those things. And then when they bring it up, follow through on what you said and do that consistently. And then they will get the message that, oh, I really can't talk about politics. I'll tell you, I'm not a huge news watcher. My idea of news is home and garden. You know, like, (laughs) when should I put my bulbs out? That's right. When can I harvest this? I like that sort of news. So when those news alerts come up, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, there's some news that I'm just not interested in. I don't need to know the crime rate daily. This is not helping my life. Can you give us some language to use when somebody is crossing a boundary? Just going back to that conversation about the uncle at the family holiday or the dad who never stops texting us about how horrible this group or that group or whatever the topic is. Can you give us some language to use about how to set up that boundary? Because sometimes people do not even know the words to say. Please don't send me any articles about blank. When we have family dinner, I would love if we could have some time to share fun stories and do this and do that and less focus on blank. So I think the solution is often, you know, right there in the problem. So whatever the problem is, think about what would make this situation better, what would improve it for you. And it's not always tolerating more of it. It could be asking someone to stop or asking them to respect the behavioral shift that you're trying to make. But with family, it is possible to have healthy boundaries. There are certain things that we have to start to do, even if we haven't done it before in those relationships. And that's the really challenging part about family is that we have existed in these relationships for so long without boundaries that the idea of putting boundaries in place is like, how can I do this with my mom? How can I do this with my dad? Mm -hmm. It's the same way that we do it with other people and know that you're right. They may have a reaction to it, but it doesn't mean that they won't respect your boundary. People are entitled to a reaction. How can we know if a relationship is no longer safe for us to be in? And I don't just mean if you're enduring physical abuse. I mean, that is an obvious bright line. But how can we know if this is never going to improve for my own mental health, I need to step away from this? Can you give us any guidance about that? 
You know, well, I am reaching back to my childhood self in that I really operate on trusting my energy. And sometimes I don't have to explain what my energy is, but I know when things don't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. I know when I don't want to be around certain people. How do I know? I avoid them. I know. I trust my energy. Like, oh, wow, I might not like this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't even want to go to their thing. You know, that is a real indication that perhaps we need to evaluate our role in this relationship because we are starting to very naturally detach, to pull back when we start calling people less, when we stop wanting to see them, when we don't even think to invite them to stuff. You know, these are signs that we are very naturally and organically pulling back. And it could be for the reason of wanting to end this relationship. We do ourselves a huge disservice by forcing ourselves to be in relationship with people who we no longer relate to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are we doing to ourselves when we're doing that? When we have a friend that every time we see them, we're just like, oh, no. That gut feeling that you get when you see them text you. What are we doing to ourselves by remaining in that relationship? We are honoring our history over our hearts. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there is something about, oh, I've known this person for eight years. Like, there is something about being able to say that. But deep connection doesn't come with a time frame. You know, I felt deeply connected to people and I've only known them one year. And there is someone I've known for two years and there is no connection. So really thinking about the connection and not the length can help you to understand where you need to be in your relationships. That's a great point too, to gauge it on the depth of connection that you have versus the amount of time they have been in your life. Listen, I know if you pick up any kind of beauty magazine or you follow an influencer, there's like a new skincare product every single day of the week. And it can be really difficult to know which ones to even try, like which one is worth your money. And if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, you might be excited to know that one of today's sponsors is OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy. No complicated routines, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. The secret is OneSkin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. I especially like the eye cream. It's not too thick where you feel like it's going to clog all your pores, but it goes on really, really nicely under makeup. For a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase using the code SHARON when you check out at oneskin.co. That's O-N-E-S-K-I-N dot C-O. Try OneSkin and enjoy younger, healthier skin without all the extra steps. That's oneskin.co, code SHARON. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. 
Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's say we decide that we no longer want to be in relationship with somebody. How can we gracefully detach ourselves from that and should actually gracefully be a goal of ours? How can we mitigate the impact of withdrawing from that relationship? You just mentioned one, withdrawing. I have found that there are some relationships where we simply stop in, not in a ghosting way, but we do a lot sometimes to maintain relationships we don't want to have. And I've noticed sometimes if we just stop what we do, the relationship will be over. If you just stop inviting them to the party, they never invite you to their party. So (laughs) So we're done. That's one way. And I think another way is to just gently ease yourself out of the room. It's kind of how you become an adult, right? You just gently ease yourself out of the house. You start, you know, hanging out with your friends more. You just ease yourself out of there. And eventually it's like, oh, she's not a kid anymore. No, she's not. And so we can certainly ease ourselves out of relationships. People, they're like, how do I tell someone I don't want to be their friend anymore? Mm-hmm. It's like, do you need to say that to people? What is the purpose of saying it? What are we trying to do here? Right. Are we trying to injure them? Because it could be an injury, right? To say mm-hmm. to someone, I don't want to be your friend anymore. It's not you. It's me. It's like, what? Huh? Why would you even say that? I think any friendship that I have, you know, maybe a few friendships that have ended in conversation, but the majority of friendships that have ended just have faded away. Yes. They've just faded away. And family relationships. There are some people I was close to at some point, and they just faded away. It's not this, let me have a conversation with them about how terrible they are, but I really love them. And Mm. what are we trying to do there? What are we trying to do? And so that conversation is necessary sometimes, particularly when people won't allow you to leave. When people continue to push engagement, you may have to have that conversation. But if it's a situation where you can cut back and cut out, I would say, you know, go that route. And I believe in distance. I don't believe in just severing a tie. Sometimes, you know, we could text once a year. I can handle that. Sure. I want to see you every Sunday. 
Yeah. That's a great point too. That sometimes, you know, like when you get that space from somebody like, sure, I can be around them for two hours a year. That's totally fine. And I don't have to create this nuclear reaction within my family by having this huge sit down of, I don't like you anymore. Right. And goodbye. Do you feel like when people say we need to talk and here are all the things that you're doing wrong, (laughs) where is that usually coming from? I want you to change. Yes. I think you should change according to my viewpoints. Yes. What I've learned is acceptance is a beautiful thing because once I accept someone, this is how they are. I cannot change them. They exist in this way. This is what the situation is. I have a set of choices. Yes. Either I want to be in this relationship with them, you know, be in it in a little more of a distanced manner, or I don't want to be in the relationship with them. So I think there are so many options that I have once I accept them and stop resisting who they are. Sometimes we resist what we see because we don't want people to be that way. We want them to be different. We want them to be better. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe that I have the power to change people, but I certainly have the power to accept them as they are. And as I accept them, it may determine how I show up in my relationship with them. Mm -hmm. When does having an argument with somebody cross the line into being abusive? Well, certainly name calling, disparaging remarks, bringing up historical things to make people look bad. Those are certainly signs that the argument has gone too far. Mm-hmm. And I think those are, you know, ways that people sort of try to maintain some sort of power and control, mm-hmm. but it is not necessary if your point is to grow a situation or to evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing people down will will never help you to help them evolve, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to say mean things to people to get them to change. And I've seen people take the approach of, I'm going to tell it to them like it is. And it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. This could be the worst person ever. But if you tell them you're a terrible person, you're not going anywhere with that. No, <laughs> they're never going to be like, you know what, Nedra? I have heard your words and I agree. I am terrible. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. Let me know how I should change. I'm going to take some notes and I'm going to do what you say. Yeah. Yes. Like that doesn't ever occur. But we try it and we continue to try it and it doesn't go. (laughs) I do think it feels good to get that out though. And I think that's why people say it, but they're not going to change. (laughs) They're really not going to change now. Now their identity is wrapped up in being who they are and you're attacking their identity and they're going to dig into that even deeper. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's say we have a contentious relationship with, let's say, a parent, and the parent is constantly, you know, crossing a boundary where we said, listen, I don't want to talk about that. I'm not interested in talking about politics with you. We're not going to agree. Thanks anyway. Should we allow our children to spend time with that family member, assuming that there's not other issues like physical abuse, et cetera? You know, I think that's one of those things that's a personal choice. I don't think there's a right or wrong there. It is something for you to decide. And I know that's tough and not answering the question, but that's a value evaluation. 
Mm-hmm. And I cannot determine what your values are. There are some mm-hmm. people who would say, if someone doesn't have a relationship with me, they will not have a relationship with my kids. There are some people who will say that I think they should continue. And I don't know if either of those are wrong. It really depends on what feels good for you. I really, I have about 75 more questions, but I, (laughs) you know, every time I go to your Instagram, I'm like, I'm I'm reposting that, you know, like it's literally like paper airplane repost. (laughs) I know that everybody who is listening to this needs to follow your Instagram account and they need to buy your book because no matter what you're struggling with, there is something that you can learn. There's something you can take away from this book. Tell everybody where to find you so that they can start paper airplaning every single one of your posts too. (laughs) I am most present on Instagram daily. I post something in regards to relationships or mental health. Yes. My book, Set Boundaries, Find Peace is available everywhere that books are sold. I love creating information content for people to have in digestible ways because I think that mental health is stigmatized because we don't understand it. We don't understand that everyone has mental health. We don't understand that anxiety to some extent is normal that most people feel some depression at some point and we all need tools and strategies. And unfortunately, therapy services are expensive, but we certainly can have that information in other spaces. So I do make it a part of my value system to be able to provide some information for folks that could be helpful because it is really important. So follow me on Instagram, buy the book, and thank you. Yes, thank you. Her Instagram handle is Nedra Tawab. You will every day be like, I love that, sharing that one. Share. (laughs) It's just, I I truly enjoy following you. So I'm so grateful for your time. This was incredibly valuable and I'm so grateful for your work. You are so welcome. Thank Um, you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Sharon Says So podcast. I am truly grateful for you. And I'm wondering if you could do me a quick favor. Would you be willing to follow or subscribe to this podcast or maybe leave me a rating or a review? Or if you're feeling extra generous, would you share this episode on your Instagram stories or with a friend? All of those things help podcasters out so much. I cannot wait to have another mind-blown moment with you next episode. Thanks again for listening to the Sharon Says So podcast.